At Alina Health, it's our mission to provide exceptional care, prevent illness, restore health, and provide comfort to all people in our community. Here's your host, Melanie Cole, with the WellCast. Vein disease affects nearly half the U.S. adult population, and for those who struggle with vein disease, it's more than just cosmetic. It's a condition that causes significant leg pain and fatigue, which can affect your daily lifestyle. My guest today is Dr. Sarah Murray. She's board certified in cardiovascular disease at United Health and Vascular Clinic with Alina Health. Welcome to the show, Dr. Murray. What are varicose veins? Well, thanks for inviting me to the show, Melanie. Um, varicose veins are actually really common. Um, they are large, ropey, twisted-like, dilated veins that uh, many times you can see on the surface of uh, people's legs, or um, uh, it can be the underlying veins that you don't actually see that, that are the problem in causing those varicose veins. They're typically located, um, you know, it could be both legs, it could be just one leg, um, but it's usually on the thighs and calves are typically where you see them. So what causes them? Uh, varicose veins are caused by improperly functioning veins inside your leg. Um, they, uh, a normal vein is uh, nice and small, and it has a one-way valve to keep blood from going back down into the legs when you stand. With people that have vein disease and varicose veins, those veins become real dilated, and it stretches that valve leaflet apart so that it can't close. And then blood pools down into the legs uh, with prolonged standing, sitting, and those kind of activities. Is this something that's genetic? Is it developed over time? You know, is there a hereditary component? Yes, there's a strong hereditary component. Uh, most of the time, if both parents have them, then their offspring are, are most likely going to develop them as well. And it does slowly progress over time. Um, Things that can trigger it or hasten it, uh, obesity, um, a standing profession where you're on your feet uh, for a significant amount of the day, pregnancies, multiple pregnancies, age, female gender, those are the most common factors that cause it. But by far, the biggest factor is hereditary, so you can blame your mom and dad for that. Interesting. Now, people hear about the word spider vein, and then they hear varicose veins. What's the difference? Size, basically. Spider veins are real small and um, flat. Uh, sometimes it can look like a spider because it has multiple, not sure of the word, multiple little um, veins uh, that you can see on the skin, uh, like a starburst kind of pattern. Otherwise, uh, varicose veins are bigger. They're not flat. They are uh, large, ropey, twisted-like veins that you can see underneath the skin. Bulging veins. Is there a risk to not doing anything about them? If they're not painful, is there a risk of blood clots or anything? Are these something that are dangerous? Yes, there are, there are risks of blood clots. Uh, the clots that would typically form in varicose veins are uh, not the kind that go to other parts of your body, like, say, your lung, if, if part of the clot breaks off. Uh, it tends to cause something called superficial thrombophlebitis, which is inflammation and clotting in the superficial vein, and that can be painful. Uh, it can cause um, uh, infection, potentially. Uh, sometimes they can bleed, uh, but mostly they're very uncomfortable for patients, and there's not a lot of 
great therapy to treat them other than conservative measures like heat packs or anti-inflammatory medications. So then what should we do for them? What treatments are available? And does something like lifestyle modification, exercise, that sort of thing, does that help varicose veins? It can help alleviate some of the symptoms, but it's usually not going to be a curative or a a long-standing treatment. Um, I do encourage everyone that has vein disease, however, if you are overweight, to try to lose that weight. And one of the best ways to do that is to exercise and increase your metabolism. Um, Other treatment options are uh, medical treatment options would be compression stockings, which are um, tight knee-high or thigh-high stockings, for example, that provide compression on those veins. And a lot of times that give they give people symptomatic relief. Uh, uh, I don't think we've talked about the symptoms of, of vein disease, but those symptoms include uh, typically, again, withstanding, heaviness, aching, throbbing, swelling, itching. I've heard all kinds of symptoms. And um, uh, so the stockings would help alleviate some of those symptoms, but it's not going to treat the veins or necessarily help prevent uh, progression. Um, Other options include um, a catheter-based outpatient procedure called an endovenous ablation. Um, There's a couple different uh, catheters, either a a radiofrequency heated tip or a laser tip that heats up inside the vein, and that causes the vein to contract and uh, shrink around the catheter. And once we take that catheter out, that vein is is essentially closed, um, and that does lead to a lot of symptomatic relief. Other options, um, that, that is considered a medically necessary procedure, and that is covered by insurance. Um, other options that aren't necessarily always covered by insurance, and in fact, most of the time are not covered by insurance, uh, is sclerotherapy. Um, sometimes, again, we can get insurance coverage, but most of the time it's considered, quote-unquote, cosmetic by the insurance companies, and that's typically going to be an out-of-pocket cost for uh, for a person who's interested in having that done. Dr. Murray, with ablation, and you know this vein wall contracts, the vein closes, is this a permanent condition, and is it okay to close up certain veins? Do we develop that collateral circulation so that the blood goes elsewhere? What happens with that? Uh, yes, it's that's a great question, Melanie. Um, once we close, you know, quote unquote, close a vein, uh, the blood does get rerouted into the healthier veins in the leg and eventually into the deep veins, which return all the blood flow out of your leg. So that's usually not uh, any concern. Um, my thought when I'm, you know, recommending treatment for vein disease is if the vein's not working properly, if it's uh, leading to decreased quality of life. Um, daily symptoms for patients, I strongly encourage them to get that treated so that they do get that relief and are able to move on with their active lifestyle. So when does someone contact their health care provider? When should somebody be worried about their varicose veins? I, I tell people to have a low threshold to contact their health care provider about this sort of thing, again, because it can markedly improve your quality of life. Um, if symptoms are are, wor- are are bad in your legs or they keep you from doing your daily activities, that would be one indication to contact your provider. Um, if you have an injury that 
where, say, you're shaving your legs and uh, your varicose vein starts to bleed, that's definitely an indication because that can be a serious problem. If you have problems with clotting or thrombophlebitis, um, or in general, if you have any questions or concerns about the possibility of having vein disease. So in just the last few minutes, give us your best advice, because so many people suffer from these, and pregnant women start to see them, and even men in their 60s and 70s start to notice them. So give us your best advice about those suffering with varicose veins and what they should do about them. Well, I would tell this population of, of people. You don't have to just live with it. It's something that's very treatable uh, with a very safe um, procedures that can be done. Um, again, it, you're going to have a much better satisfaction with your, with your life if you're not living with daily discomfort and pain in your leg. Um, so please seek medical advice to find out more about this if you feel that this is something you struggle with. Definitely great advice. You're listening to The Wellcast with Alina Health. For more information, you can go to alinahealth.org. That's alinahealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thank you so much for listening.